Hello, guys. What's Welcome up, back to another episode of We Outside After Work podcast. We're on episode four. Episode number three for me. Yes, because he missed the last one, but shout out to Jabbar shout for out to Jabbar. coming great, through. Great episode. Yeah. I got to meet you, and I got to thank you personally. Mm-hmm. He dropped a lot of gems mm-hmm. as far as photography and that whole fashion industry world, so I told him he is more than welcome to come on again Absolutely. at another point. And if, if he needs a, a co-star as an actor, I did get an A in my acting class at King University. You know, I'm very they well-versed. They acting at King? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I did a I did a monologue from A Shape of Things. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, one of these days I'll give you another one. I got you. I got you for. <laughs> All right. Well, Aaron, how are you this week? This is the first today. Is it second no? Today is the second day of October. So, how was your week last week? Honestly, I'm just happy to get out of September. Um, September was just not it. Like it was just Why? something. Something it must have been the Gatorade or something in the air. Like I just the retrograde. Whatever it is, I just wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. Mercury um, retrograde. Obviously, I wasn't here last episode. It mm-hmm. was a lot of sickness in the house. Um, baby, um, just going through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Me going through a lot. Work been crazy. I'm just happy to be outside. Mm-hmm. Like that's and, fine though. Like in all honesty, but um, I got to learn a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got to learn, you know, who was in my corner, who who really truly reached out mm-hmm. and made sure that they they saw me on a different space. Mm-hmm. So you making know, sure you're okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to that because I'm usually that person. Mm-hmm. So it was good to you know get it reciprocated every once in a while because it's not always like that. Right. Um, but yeah, how about you? How was your week? Uh, my week was actually pretty productive. So a couple things happened. Mm-hmm. Sunday, I had an induction ceremony. So I'm now a member of the National Coalition of 100 Black Women. So to you. pretty excited about that. It's like joining DECA. No, I'm just messing with you. Stop. It's not DECA. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so their mission is to empower black girls and women mm-hmm. and just give a lot of information about um, financial literacy for families they do political policy and mentorships and just a lot of great things within the community and it was something that i felt like i would be a great asset to so thank you yeah i joined that on sunday officially and then thursday was my last day of my real estate class so i've been in a real estate online class i've been taking courses since the end of july so now i do have two exams i got to study for and yeah, it's just been a lot of things, moving parts going on in my life. How but... many jobs you gonna have? <laughs> you know what my grandma said. <laughs> you Jamaican, that's what she said. No, I'm chill. <laughs> no, I'm not Jamaican. Maybe I am. I don't know. But I FaceTime her every day, and I keep my uh, family up to date with mm-hmm. all the stuff that I'm doing. So she was like, "Now that your real estate class is over, like, what else are you gonna do to stress yourself out? Because you're always doing something." And I'm like. I'm going to find something. Yeah. She's definitely going to find something. Yeah, I think it's important, though, to just try to figure out different avenues that you mm-hmm. want to get into and, um, like, actually pursue them and then go from there. Because you never truly know, like, what your calling or passion is until you try and see, like, where it takes you. So. And the crazy thing is I was talking to Marvin as I, I got in, Marvin, our engineer, and we Shout were listening. We were talking about what I was listening to on my way here because it was a nice little two-hour drive. Um, but it's all worth it for, for you guys, in all honesty. And I was listening to Channing Crowder from the Pivot Podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't know what you're going to get into until you get into it. And it's okay to fail. Mm-hmm. He was like, you learn from failures. And, exactly. you know, 
in this infancy of our podcast, we're going to go through our bumps and roads. We're going to go through the little things that's going to make us better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to avoid the things that are going to make us worse. And mm-hmm. we appreciate everybody for joining us on this journey. Yes. Because this is not something that we just decided to do. This mm-hmm. is this is real for us. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not no fly by night type and shit. And this this is a job. Like podcasting is a job. You have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And I was watching. I also watched the See the Thing Is podcast, and they were saying how most podcasters they stop after three months, and then people are like, "Oh, where are the episodes? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened?" And I don't want that to happen to us, which is why I think consistency is important. Mm-hmm. Scheduling out our um, upcoming episodes and things like that just to prepare us to just you know stay focused Absolutely. with the podcast so and i enjoy it like to me like this is really like a therapy session for real for real at the end of the week so and you know black folks need their therapy <laughs> yo so i actually did therapy one time mm-hmm. i need to find another therapist and it was my last job last year um, right after it was like still during like COVID mm-hmm. reminisce stuff and happening or whatever, and they paid for five free therapy sessions of your choosing. So I found a black female therapist, mm-hmm. and I was excited about it. I'm like, okay, people always talk about therapy and how important it is and how it helps them. So like, I want to do it. So it was on a Saturday, Saturday morning. And she just, just the energy I got from her, it was online. Like, it was through okay. Zoom, I I thought believe. it was going to be off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was okay. through Zoom. But I could, you know how you could just tell someone just is not interested mm-hmm. in what you have to say? Yeah. I instantly got that as soon as we started. I don't want to go into detail of what we talked about, but her reactions to what I was saying was, like, she just didn't give a fuck. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, really? Like, how that make you feel? And, like, rolling her eyes. And I was just like, and then, and then, so it was supposed to be an hour session. It ended up, she tried to cut me off at 20 minutes to mm. be like, oh, well, well, we convene. So. <laughs> no, my, the insurance paid for it, but I'm my job paid for it. But anyway, it was just so like, if I didn't have the, like, if I didn't have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <sighs> Not. I don't know. I don't know the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. But I still want to find a better therapist and keep going and keep doing it because I think it's important for your spiritual growth and your growth as a person to talk to somebody about the issues and things that you're going through. Do you feel like you need a PhD to really have therapy sessions with people? Or do you feel, because like you said, this is like a therapy session for us. Right. Do you feel like more people need to just start internalizing their their it doesn't have to be issues it's just the things going on with themselves with the people that they value because mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I don't mean to bring up another podcast that i was on last week since i wasn't on this podcast okay. i think that was kind of like just he a dished cra- us guys crazy turn of events <laughs> to right? go to a different one but on on the show we was talking about like boys being boys and not being able to relate to each other and have those conversations mm-hmm. women for the most part they they tend to be able to relate to each other have conversations mm-hmm. i don't know how open and transparent y'all might be with one another for specific details but i know men we struggle with that mm-hmm. so i think I, it depends on the friend mm-hmm. because there are friends that I confide in just because we have that chemistry and mm-hmm. I've known. And I don't think it has to do with knowing someone for so long, but it's just about how they value you and the friendship. Mm-hmm. Like if they check in often and it doesn't have to be every day because we all have a lot going on in our lives. But just to have someone to 
just like talk to and relate to and just speak your problems without it just building up internally until eventually you can't deal with it anymore and it explodes like I think it's just better to have someone friend family to express things that you're going through because I have that with a few friends and I look forward to our conversations and um, we end up talking for maybe like an hour to an hour and a half on the phone without even realizing it because we're just so into the conversation and stuff that we're going through and we're like oh that happened with you well this is my situation so it's it's I think it helps and it doesn't have they don't have to have a PhD it's just someone to you know just confide in well I know I, I, I typically struggle with my emotional like reaction to things like I, mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that can't express myself or not afraid to tell you how I'm feeling like my vulnerabilities mm-hmm. but I, I like struggle to cry I struggle with vulnerability yeah like I, I struggle crying right mm-hmm. I don't necessarily struggle because I'm a man I'm not supposed to cry or shit like that mm-hmm. but it's like it just don't happen for me. You don't have to cry though. Like I think as long but, as like I can't express great mm-hmm. great levels of emotion. It's just like um I'm it doesn't upset, have to be frustrated that, though. And it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all of that. So okay, when you are frustrated, mm-hmm. do you have someone that you talk your stuff through? I try not to. I try to just let it go because it it goes every single time. Like I, I don't get that. to the point where I balloon and blow up. Mm-hmm. Um. Because if I do blow up, it's in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's never on some... Like a um, build up? built up. Yeah, nah, okay. I, don't, I don't do that. Yeah, see, for me, like, I need to talk things through. Like, for example, with past relationships, if something happens or if I'm not comfortable with something, I cannot just let it, brush it under the rug, mm-hmm. and then we act like everything's okay. Like, even at work, too. Mm-hmm. So, at work, I'm dealing with a lot of um, just changes. Like, I had a conversation with my boss on Friday, just about different things that's going on in my life, and... It came down to a point where me telling him, I'm like, honestly, I'm that person where I like to separate personal and work Mm -hmm. because I never want, well, work is going to be affected if Mm -hmm. your personal life is not in order, but I don't want a whole bunch of people knowing my business at work because people gossip. Like, that's the number one thing they do at work is just a gossip about different people, what they got going on. And I don't want to be that person. Like, I already know um, I'm a minority. I already know I am a female. I'm young. Like, I got all these things against Mm -hmm. me. Not against me, but, like, it just puts a target on my back for people to be like, oh, she don't really know her shit. Mm -hmm. So for me to just express all of my personal things and them knowing like oh she got this going on that going on that's why she probably can't do this and it's like I don't want people to view me in that light so this was a conversation I had with my boss on Friday and I low-key felt the way telling him this but I also felt relieved because how many bosses actually want to know about their employees and what they have going on Mm -hmm. and one takeaway that I took from the conversation because we were talking for maybe like an hour and a half and it was supposed to be like 30 minutes but he was like I want to know what's affecting the people who work for me because we, he said, I am the chain. This is white guy. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm the chain. <laughs> but you guys are the links that hold the chain together. Okay. And I was like, okay, like, I like that. Like, that makes sense. Like, I get that. So um, that just goes back to like me being vulnerable. Like, when I was having this conversation, I just felt like, I don't know, like, it was just a feeling of like, I don't want to say this, but. 
I have to just express what I got going on. Of course. You know, so. But that's also why you want to, like, keep things outside of work. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to involve small things like relationships within the workplace, mm-hmm. right? Oh, no. Because oh, no. situations like that now... For me, work is my place where I can let all of that shit at home go. Mm-hmm. I can let all the trauma, the the drama, all that stuff go, and I can focus on mm-hmm. work. And then my my work struggles are work struggles. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not gonna act like it's not a real a realistic thing. But at the same time, if I now involve outside drama in work, but I think it depends on how severe stuff mm-hmm. is at home. Like if it's just you and your girl or your wife or your boyfriend or whatever the case, just like fighting Mm -hmm. and y'all got into an argument in the morning and now you got an attitude at work but like you can leave that home and just focus on work i I could easily bounce that off that yeah but i feel like if you're dealing with like a death in the family Mm -hmm. or something super traumatic happened Mm -hmm. you should either take time off to get yourself together or your your work is going to be like very affected by it so, so I had a I had a situation where my great grandmother passed away when I was in college. Oh wow! Um, Sorry and for your loss. No, it's all good. It's all good. So I'm the type of person that I don't show anything on my face. Like you can't mm-hmm. tell if I'm upset, frustrated, whatnot. Um, but two of my friends, um, Amy and Nigeria, two of my best friends, they they were like, "Aaron, something's off with you. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up?" And I'm like, "I can't let that show." And it's not that I'm avoiding my so emotions and avoiding yourself, my like, grief. Don't let it show, or it was that's just like your natural. It's it's like I gotta stay focused. I got mm-hmm. I got shit to do, and I can handle my grief when I'm outside of a moments of grief, mm-hmm. where I'm not going to potentially negatively affect anything else. Because if I got work to do, and I got people that relies on me, especially mm-hmm. if I'm running things like I'm a boss, so I can't just. Mm-hmm. Like, but I shut think, down. I think leaders and managers and bosses, like, they need that time because we're mm-hmm. all human. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not robots and we're not just going to act like we don't have feelings and stuff isn't affecting us. Like, I don't I don't think it's also, like, a feminine or, like, masculine thing if you show emotion. Like, that's just a human trait. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, like, for me... Like, I just, I'm also like that, too. When it comes to work, like, I just want to get my work done, focus on my tasks ahead of me, and, like, not really think about my personal life. Mm -hmm. But, like I was saying, depending on the severity of what's going on personally, like, it will affect my work life. So, Mm -hmm. speaking of work life, let's segue into our first topic with the... Boston Celtics head coach? Yes. Or, Celtics, I don't even know if he's still going to be the head coach. I don't either. And y'all know, I've mentioned before, I do not watch sports, but this was just all over the internet mm-hmm. because I love Nia Long. I love all the movies that she's been in. She's a phenomenal actress. I mean, she typically plays the same role. She plays the wife or the girlfriend. That probably is the side wife or got cheated on or toxic or problematic. Seems like she's a indicative of her life i'm just saying what no first of all that's an assumption no <laughs> it is it is an assumption i'm definitely assuming but her um i heard they weren't even married they were engaged for i believe five or six years okay all right guys and they let's... do have children together okay so we're we're talking about the um head coach emi yudoka mm-hmm. and how he cheated on and got caught and cheated on Nia Long. so 
let's segue into what are your thoughts with dating in the workplace, mm -hmm. even if it's okay. Like, let's yes. say your job doesn't have a policy with mm -hmm. dating someone that you work with, but do you think it's appropriate? So, for starters, I think it's important and would to you know. do it? I think it's important to know I've never dated somebody at work. Okay. Um, I, not that I think it's inappropriate on certain levels. Like, if we're peers, it is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, for me, I have the ability to hire and fire people. So, I can't date somebody below me. Because right. now that's a conflict of interest. Yeah. I have this person potentially um, using me as a way to ascend mm -hmm. or I can... Like climb the ladder. Yeah, or I can basically... Um, damn, what's the word? I'm Now you got me struggling <laughs> with words. Normally um, you're good with grammar, but... <laughs> like... Some some people got like revenge policies in, oh. the, in the companies where it's like, oh, this person, they broke up with me, so now they're gonna like try to spite me. Mm -hmm. You want to avoid all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. so, so you feel like if they were, let's say you were the manager, mm -hmm. it's okay for you to date another manager, yeah. but you're not dating an employee that Absolutely you not. are in charge of. Okay, that makes sense. To me, I would like I never wanted to date anyone I work with. And I've had I've had a few opportunities where like you could tell when people like you. Mm -hmm. Like they keep coming over to your desk, talking to you, flirting with you. And to me, I feel like I I don't necessarily because I'm a friendly person, especially mm -hmm. like if, you know, I enjoy our conversations, but I'm not gonna say like, hey, I'm not interested. Like I will like if someone tries to um, like just do too much as far as like, oh, let me get your number, let's hang out after work and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I'm more so push back from that because I'm like, no, I already know where this is going. And it comes down to, let's say things don't work out, which I feel like most of the time it does not mm -hmm. when you are dating or doing whatever with and someone you, you work person with. Every goddamn thing. Exactly. And it just makes it awkward. And I just don't want to deal with that. And and I love the fact that I can separate my personal life, like we were saying, mm -hmm. with work life. Mm -hmm. Like there's a balance. Like my person that I'm with, my boyfriend, they'll be at home and I'll see you after work. Like, yeah. I don't want to be, see you outside of work, then see you at work. Like, it's just too much for me. Like, I need my time I've away. Been, I've been blessed with unattractive coworkers, so mm -hmm. I've never really had anything to worry about. Like, in all honesty, mm -hmm. um, it's just never been a thing for me. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong, being in a position to hire and fire people, you get a lot of people who interview who are very mm -hmm. attractive right right um do you make that decision to hire somebody because they're cute absolutely not no like you have to you draw have to that look line at their the experience and now don't get me wrong i have hired attractive people mm -hmm. but it's not because they're attractive and i know every single day that i walk into this building okay she's cute mm -hmm. but i can ignore that i'm like i'm not there for that mm -hmm. plus working in retail you see beautiful women all day, every day. Right, I, in the last thing stores. I want to be distracted about is somebody that works for me right. when I have single moms running around the store all day. Like, it's honestly <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my, my favorite parts of the day. Oh, God. Um, but see, a couple of years ago, I worked at a job where it was, it was my first corporate job. Like, I was still in college, and I would... Um, 
schedule my classes around this job. And I was working like 10 hour days, three days out the week so that I can balance school and work. Mm -hmm. So most times like I'm working with white males, but this one particular job, like there was a contractor who was this black guy, like he was probably maybe like I would say late 40s, mid 50s, but he didn't look it. Like he was like in shape, salt and pepper beard, nice smile. Uh, he was cute. A sugar daddy. No. He, he had to be. <laughs> he, was, he, was old. he wasn't a sugar daddy. He was fresh out of college and he had salt and pepper but beard. But listen, we worked at the same company and he had his own office and he was a contractor. But mm -hmm. because they gave him an office, I was like, normally contractors don't get offices. So because. I don't know, whenever I work with somebody black, we just instantly click. Mm -hmm. You know how it is, mm -hmm. right? So um, he would always just like ask me to just come to his office and like check out certain like whatever, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, there were times when I could tell he was like flirting because he would always like tell me to come on the other side of his computer to see his screen when he could have just turned it, but. And you came on the other side of his <laughs> Young, impressionable. <laughs> anyway, um, but there was a point where I noticed, I was like, damn, I think he's actually, like, trying to push up on me. But because I knew I would see him every day and he was older and I just did not want to cross that line and see him every single day if things didn't work out, mm -hmm. I kind of was just like, let me set that boundary. Let me mm -hmm. keep a little distance. And he eventually left the company. But... Um, you know? We, we kind of stayed in contact a little bit afterwards, but it was nothing on some, like, I was trying to see where things go. And, of course. Like, it was just never that because I knew we worked together. That reminds me, I don't know if you've seen this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I've seen a lot of movies. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. You ever seen that movie? Yes. I love that movie. So, you remember with the old dude when he was trying to date Rose mm -hmm. and then he was dating... Um, Sue, Sue Ellen. Yes. And then he took her out to dinner mm -hmm. and then she, you know, like it reminds me of that whole situation. Mm -hmm. Like you're just an old little creep, man. But he didn't know because she was working at that company with well, him he didn't thinking know she, he, that he didn't she, know she was, was a teenager, no. That's right. Like, <laughs> right. So you just would not with anyone that you but work with. See, I think that situation and that story is a little bit more fascinating than it needs to be. Because, first starters, they're in an open relationship. So if he decides that he wants to step out of that, mm -hmm. by all means, do what you need to do. Um, even if he was having inappropriate relationships with someone on the staff, right? Mm -hmm. I don't recommend it because that's... They were saying she was married, too. I don't, I don't care. If, if mm -hmm. you cheat, you cheat, you cheat. That's not illegal, right? Mm -hmm. You shouldn't get fired from your job for cheating. Did right? he get fired? He got suspended. But mm. would you get suspended from your job if you cheated? No, would because, I? but that's the thing. It's like. Even if you cheated on your coworker, would you get suspended? No, but I think because his fiance, Nia Long, mm -hmm. is in the public eye. Nah. And because, but no, listen, because I feel like it was going to be a story that was so public, which came out and like everybody was talking about it. It puts a, just a sour taste in. I don't think. You don't matters. think so? No, I think the problem was he fucked to the owner's wife. You believe that, though? I, I feel like there's it. always other rumors that come out. And it's kind of like, how true is this? But it could be because he was messing with someone yeah. higher up. He messed with the wrong person. Yeah. Like, you, get, you can't just have sex with whoever you want to because That's you want to. That's dumb on his point. I mean, is it? If, it is. <laughs> so so they, the internet is saying that he's a sex addict, right? 
Um, oh, I don't I think I don't that think part. that's a thing. I think that's just a human who enjoys interactions with another woman. But how right? would they know that? Like that's because they say he has a, a laundry list of history of oh. having these type of uh, infractions of cheating. Se. Not necessarily just cheating, but just oh. he's like a serial sex not offender. <laughs> I don't, I wanna, That's some strong words. Yeah, I don't want to say he's like a yeah. Uh, don't put that out there. Racist or anything, but like mm-hmm. he's that's his thing. Okay. So I don't think that has anything to do with him coaching a basketball team. The no. same way I don't think if I was to have sex with one of my coworkers, that would impact me as a leader. Mm-hmm. Now, no, that doesn't. If, if it was one of my the people that I employed, mm-hmm. I completely understand mm-hmm. that you don't do that. Yeah. But I would, shit, if my district manager was 30 years younger and a little bit more attractive and she wanted to take a ride on the wild slide, oh my God. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But I feel like it's just so dumb on his part because why would you mess with someone higher up's wife? Like, did you think you wouldn't get caught and yeah. it would not affect your job? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, that was just very... Like, you think dumb. anybody cheats that think they're gonna get caught? No, but they got caught on the ring camera. So according to the stories, the oh, internet. You know all the details. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm in the sports. <laughs> the sports loop. So, okay. And Twitter, they don't stop talking. Once you look at one story, it just it's down a rabbit large, hole. You know? But I mean, if that's the truth, because mm-hmm. this is all speculation. I don't. I don't have any of the facts aside from he got suspended mm-hmm. for potential sexual impropriety. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad for Nia Long though and her why? children because apparently they said she just moved to Boston or was in the middle of moving to Boston to be with him and to mm-hmm. be closer. So it's like you already uprooted your children's lives from wherever they was living to there. Now I was like, are you gonna do? You most likely gonna do that again? Like, why would you mm-hmm. stay? But we that? don't we don't know what their situation is. They we were don't. In an open relation. Uh, uh, publicly, it states that they were in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. So if for someone who isn't opposed to open relationships, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Like I think we need to broaden our horizons mm-hmm. to that. It's no different than Will and Jada, right? We know Will and Jada were in an open relationship. So when We he, don't know that, no, though. Was, they said that? That's been public information for like 20 years. I never actually heard them say that, they, though. It's been, a, it's been a thing. That's where the think, term came from. I think Will Smith, he came out and said, like, they've never been in an open relationship. Uh, for, for all I've known of what an open relationship is, it's based on Will Smith and Jada. It was way before the August Alcina stuff. Okay. So when you get things like that that type of information it's like will smith really has no room to be upset like about august alcina that's just Mm -hmm. the internet the internet makes their way of making things bigger than what they need to be right but i also feel like when you are a public figure and you are dating someone and your spouse is a public figure Mm -hmm. as well like your relationship is just going to be like put out there which is regardless fine. which is why Nia Long needs to step out because she's a public figure what do you mean step out like she needs to no go no no she cheat? needs to address it oh like like make a, a statement as one of the most beautiful black actresses of all time 51 mm-hmm. years old unmarried I'm not going to place any blame on her for someone cheating on her but mm-hmm. it's clearly something there that gives him this out like, you don't just cheat on Nia Long. I mean, yeah, I think it would make sense for her to say something, but at the same time, it's like maybe she just had no clue. I, I don't think she had no clue. I don't know. But we but this is all speculation. Like, at the end of the I day, like, like we don't know. At the, we don't know any of these 
these celebrities personally like we mm-hmm. don't we don't run in their circles so a lot of people just like trying to assume they know all the ins and outs mm-hmm. like i just I'm just like, well, no one was ever my relationship goals. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never that person. Like, oh, um, I want a relationship like Will and Jada mm-hmm. or whoever. Like, that's just never been me. Because, like, pictures, they look nice. Mm-hmm. But there's always a lot of shit I going agree, on behind 100%. the scenes. So. so, in your current headspace versus the younger you, fresh out of college, would you date someone at work now? Mm. Still probably no, because I don't, like, I truly don't want to cross that boundary. Like, Mm -hmm. I was saying how people gossip at work. Like, I don't, most of the people who I work with, like, they're not attractive either. Mm -hmm. But usually the people who are, who I have worked with in the past who are attractive, they are in higher up positions. And I don't want to be that person that I do end up either dating someone who's not necessarily my manager but they're in a position Mm -hmm. at the company where like if i get promoted or something people looking at me sideways like oh yeah we know why she got promoted absolutely so that's another reason why i try to avoid stuff like that mm -hmm. because now you looked at it in in a favorable light Mm -hmm. exactly no i I put in my yeah like i got the skills like i got the experience like you know the material so Mm -hmm. this isn't like oh she's just cute and she's dating so-and-so like no like Mm -hmm. i know my shit you got to coin that what you know the material I like that. <laughs> that's a thing oh so it's a real thing i've i don't know i've heard oh, i've heard know. um it's yours that's yours you know the material you know the material Shit. <laughs> yeah okay so let's segue into another topic something that i'm not gonna lie i felt the way when i saw this mm-hmm. rihanna being the headliner for the Super Bowl. Why? Why'd you feel away? Because, like, don't get me wrong. I love Rihanna. I love all her hits. Like, I, I listen to all of them. I'm not, like, a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. But she just been out of the music scene for a minute, number one. Number two, let me get my points I'm, out. I'm, I'm just going to fest that. She just had a child, mm-hmm. so she is not necessarily in shape, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she will be by the time she performs. And number three, it's like I don't want to – because I feel like the Super Bowl is a huge stage, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's nationwide. And I don't want to hear her perform the same songs that's been out, like, over 10 years. Like, I don't know. Like, I want new material. Like, I want something different. Mm -hmm. And, yes, she has time to put out new music and stuff like that. But it's been how many years that people were asking for new music Mm -hmm. and she has not put anything out? She's just been doing, like, Fenty Beauty Mm -hmm. and, like, um, her lingerie line, which is great because, like, I got some some stuff from there as well. Oh, do we? But but my thing is, like, out of all people, like, yes, she's a billionaire. She's beautiful. She's talented. But to me, it just didn't. It doesn't make sense. Well, Jay-Z is in charge of the NFL's, like, music and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. that portion of it makes plenty of sense and for the last two years have we not been on a versus loop where all we do is listen to people rehash old music after old music after old music and we love it Mm -hmm. we've been running an instagram live to Mm -hmm. tune in to people with their hits Mm -hmm. so when beyonce was on the super bowl was it really new material was it formation that she did 
Like, but Beyonce is she's like an entertainer. Like you gotta is get Rihanna a show. Is Rihanna not an entertainer? She I don't know. Is, I don't I've, know. I've never enjoy seen Rihanna that Rihanna. Much. I've never seen her in concert. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever seen videos of her in concert. But um, it's been a minute since mm-hmm. she's been on like the main stage. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why my view is a little swayed is because, and I know this may sound controversial, but like <laughs> <laughs> I am a huge. Chris I was Brown going to say it. fan. Okay? Like, I am a diehard Chris Brown fan. I've been a fan since I was in middle school. And we all know what happened with him and Rihanna, right? So, so is that affecting but your judgment? It's not. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because I've been to probably two or three Chris Brown concerts. This man puts on a show. Like, mm-hmm. he is a full-blown entertainer. He's dancing, singing. The visuals are dope. Like, it's it's like a whole production. How long is the Chris Brown concert? His, he, um, probably like two hours or and like an hour and a half. How long is the Super Bowl? Halftime show. Right, but they cut, you can cut the, the music and songs down. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's gonna not like, like. It's going to be like 20 minutes of her doing the hits because the Super Bowl halftime show is mostly geared towards women. But if you think back to the past performers, like there was Michael Jackson. There was a lot of bad There ones was um, Justin Timberlake and Jan, Jan Jackson. Jackson, which, you know, he mm-hmm. pulled the titty out and all of that. But I missed it, too. That could have been my first titty on TV. Nonetheless, though, like it's just a it's a, like a huge mm-hmm. production. It's very entertaining. Like it's something where you're like, wow, like this was amazing. And I feel like Chris Brown, he has that stardom. Like he is our generation, Michael Jackson, and he's still performing. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm Usher before Chris Brown. So has did Usher do the the? Um, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did at one the point. Super Bowl? I'm sure I don't he know. Did. I don't know. But he he would be a great a great um, option too but I just feel like right now like Chris Brown he's just really like doing his his thing I, I think you are but, conflating the two though because that's not fair to that's not fair to either one of them right because it's this is Rihanna's moment if she doesn't deserve it for your reasons I'm not should. saying she doesn't deserve it I'm just saying right now doesn't mm-hmm. make sense I, I don't know she's a superstar she's, she is a superstar if Rihanna decides that she's gonna bring out a new song at the Super Bowl is going to break the internet. And we all know that. Mm-hmm. With that possibility, it can potentially break the internet just because people are going to be curious. Mm-hmm. Rihanna has that level of Lauren Hill, right? When Lauren Hill dropped one album, now it's like, oh, is she ever going to do another one? Is she ever going to do another one? Mm-hmm. Now she could show up late to shows and people still going to want to go because it's like maybe Lauren Hill might give us something new. That was yeah. 20 years ago, almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she still has that. With people and shout out to Lauren like, Hill. She's from Jersey, you know. Is she? Yeah, what she, part? I think she's from Maplewood, South Orange, okay. East Orange, one of those. Drop a bomb for her. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, I used to see her at Home Depot. I didn't even know what she looked like in real life, but I was working for Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And I helped her with a, a Hilti. Was she by herself? Yeah. Nah, she had some kids with her. She had like a she big ass stroller. Security? Nah, kids. <laughs> She had like three. Nah, she had no security. Oh. Nah, I didn't know who she was. She looked oh, like she a regular. She looked real regular? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but like that's my point. I just feel like Chris Brown has it, and I think I I think a lot of people they try to act like they don't fuck with Chris Brown because of what happened with Rihanna. Mm -hmm. But he's always on the radio. He's always featured on songs. Like he is a huge international. I think he's all that despite right because Mm -hmm. I do think Chris Brown is 
blacklisted in a way mm -hmm. because Chris Brown should he should be better than the weekend he should be at I think, or I think near Bruno Mars yeah I think honestly it's his management I don't I think society is still uncomfortable with the visual and I if we want to make this a little bit controversial of a conversation I think Rihanna was absolved of a lot of her wrongdoings in mm -hmm. those moments too because mm -hmm. of what the visual was mm -hmm. um, it's like I think because it is, it's it was domestic yeah, violence. You but know? it was domestic violence on both parts. It was, and we all know that. Mm -hmm. But I think it was also her team. Mm -hmm. Like they were very conscious of what they put out as far as like statements and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then Chris Brown, like um, he kind of just like spiraled into a whole bunch of other things mm -hmm. that he was doing. Like a whole bunch. I think he would like trash the hotel and did a lot of stupid shit. But nonetheless, like he still kept going still persevered and still put out music for his fans like he mm -hmm. rides for team breezy like you've seen his his uh meet and greet pictures mm -hmm. going all around the internet and him like grabbing ass and bow mm -hmm. <laughs> wow doing the same thing for a thousand dollars shout out to bow wow i need everybody to nobody wants a shout out for bow wow <laughs> bow wow bow wow is shad moss he's he's one of the gods of this business and this industry we need to give him his praise we could give him his flowers like i he was don't need huge... flowers he need continuous praise he's still doing it that's my guy you know how you feel about chris brown not, that's how you feel about not bow like wow. that because you got like an attraction to him but bow wow is my guy mm -hmm. now as a kid I had to listen to all the Bow Wow songs, all the B2K songs, all the Chris Brown songs, because that's what the girls like. But I feel like Bow Wow, he's not that guy right now. He like, gotta be. He was. He was, but Chris Brown is still like charting and still being featured on the latest artist right, music. So keep this right. You know how you said Beyonce is an entertainer, Chris Brown's an entertainer. Mm -hmm. We need to get Bow Wow to do the Super Bowl, because I don't know if you see, but Bow Wow is an entertainer. No. What the fuck? <laughs> you want you want you want be down with that? No, not for the Super Bowl. Like the if Super he was Bowl. doing if he was doing a tour. Super Bow. No, bro. Yeah. Like <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> you just take the L out because he winning. You feel me? No, no, that you. wasn't good. I'm not, I that he, was good he's one. not. Inter is he international? Hell yeah, he's international. But he, he also don't look the star. same though. Like he looks plump now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he don't have that sex appeal that he had like as a child, and then he got I, like. Well, I guess it's different because you were a child at the time. But I hope no adults. He looks like somebody's freaking forty-year-old plump father. Yeah, he is somebody's forty-year-old plump father. Right, but. Chris Brown got like three kids. Chris still Brown's in also shape. like thirty. Mm, what is he? Thirty-two. Like Thirty-three. Yeah, he's my age. A year older, maybe eighty-eight. I think he was born in eighty-eight. Either way, like he is still making music for his fans mm -hmm. and still like a top artist. So I feel like people be trying to play him and not yeah. really put him on these main stages nah, that he nah. deserves to be on. Chris Brown in my zone got me through my entire sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Chris Brown. Yeah, shout out to Long as he don't do no Trey Song shit, because, you know, he's been bugging. I mean, Trey. Are we going to get into Trey Song? No, nah, we ain't going to get into Trey <laughs> You know what's it. crazy? When um, I was just listening to um, Need a Girl, mm -hmm. Trey Songs, and I just, his throwback music is really good. Yeah, it is. I feel a weight listening to his music now. Like, I I'm, I don't turn it off. Like, it's not R. Kelly music. But where, is, like, it, is it not? It's not because it's not on the same level of R. Kelly because I feel like Trey Songs 
he has all these allegations against him, but there hasn't been no like actual factual stuff that came out with mm-hmm. him doing like crazy shit. Like he is on some on the creep level, mm-hmm. but and I, I feel a little weird listening to his music. Like I'm gonna still listen, but I'm not listening to R. Kelly. You yeah, know, I, I don't I don't think he's R. Kelly levels of bad. No, that's a I do bad I do think I do think men have this natural like assertiveness sometimes that mm-hmm. it can definitely be misconstrued. Mm-hmm. Um like I think it was a video trending on with Antonio Brown in Dubai and he's like dunking his white girl into this water and he's like stroking his dick in the water. Like it, it was some wild what? shit. It was some I wild didn't see shit. That video. But the internet is saying like, oh, he's assault sexually assaulting her and all this kind of stuff. Oh. Like, yo, we don't know who this woman is, how they playing. Right. Um and some people like that. Mm-hmm. And some people don't like it. So Yeah, you gotta show me that video afterwards because yeah. I've never nah, seen it. Was, I might he post was trending it. all day yesterday. It okay. Was, it was crazy. I'm gonna probably post it mm-hmm. on the uh, YouTube channel so people could see if they have not because that's wild. Um, okay, so let's segue into Nick Cannon. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Uh, you know how I feel about Bow Wow? I feel the same exact way about Nick Cannon. Why? I love Nick Cannon. I think Nick Cannon is the greatest human being on this planet. Him and Jamie Foxx. Why Fox. do you feel that way? I love Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is funny. Jamie Foxx is the greatest entertainer of all time. Yes, but I feel like he don't really... Maybe he has a lot of things coming up, but he is a singer, an actor, comedian. like comedian. Like he's not—I don't know. To me, he doesn't—he's not really doing too much. No, no you know, like he's he kind of staying right. behind the scenes. Um, and he he shows a lot of love. So mm. shout out to Shane Fox. But mm-hmm. regarding Nick Cannon, um, he just welcomed, I believe, number His ten. His tenth baby. Number ten. Um, God. God, what? First of all, the fact that he has, I don't know how many baby moms. Well, that got to do anything. I'm just saying, like, that is too much to keep up with. And For who? the fact that, so the reason why I, the re- only reason why I like Nick Cannon is because he had twins with Mariah Carey. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm also a diehard Mariah Carey fan. Like, the way I feel about Chris Brown is how I feel about Mariah you wanna Carey. Do, you want to do your My All Talents first? Yo, if I could sing, I would. You want to try? Nah. Okay. These are good mics. I know. <laughs> You're going to hear my voice cracking. <laughs> so I'm going to skip on that. But, um, yeah, he had twins with her, and that mm-hmm. was, like, his first wife. Mm-hmm. And after that, I feel like he went into some, not even polygamy. It's more so, like, him just having babies with a whole bunch of these wilding out model-esque I girls. I, I, I don't see the problem with it. Um, as someone who also views life in this freeness mm-hmm. where how we interact is how we interact. Sex is just like an additive essentially for his relationship. But you have children mm-hmm. and like children to me like to me like children are very life they are lifelong connections to the person that you have mm-hmm. children with. So I feel like that is something that you should have a bond with someone that you potentially want to be with for a very long time. Like you don't the have to woman get or the child. I'm saying, like, the couple, like, the, mm-hmm. the guy and the girl. Like, you don't necessarily have to get married, but I feel like if you choose to have a child with someone, it should be more serious and spiritual and to the point where, like, you're not just popping out babies for whoever. I don't think that's what he's doing, though. I think everyone that he's having a baby with, they 
appear to have some sort of connection, some kind of special relationship. Like this last baby, he didn't even have a baby shower for her. He had like a, a moment of rise or something like that. Some, what the fuck is that? I, I posted it on my Instagram <laughs> the other day. It's like he he had a moment where it's like it's not it's not just celebrating the new baby that we're having. It's celebrating this entire spirit and realm mm-hmm. of life and all this mm-hmm. spiritual shit that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's just be making stuff up and manipulating these women and making them believe whatever kind of nonsense. Do you think the women nonsense. are stupid? Seriously. I don't know because to me I feel like if you know like there are they're going into this situation with him having mm-hmm. children knowing that he's never stayed with the previous baby mother so is it an agreement where they know that and he tells them that like hey I just want you to have my child and I'm going to mm-hmm. move on to the other person potentially I That's what I it look, seems like. I look at it like this right Nick Cannon is a global entertainer right he likely isn't going to be home a lot, mm-hmm. period. So whether he has one baby or 75 babies, his time is still going to be dedicated so much to his conglomerates, his uh, multitude of mm-hmm. dealing with this entity and this entity and mm-hmm. being this place and that place. But so, when he does have free time, how, like, let's say he only has, let's say, three days mm-hmm. and your children. You have about 10 children are spread out throughout the mm-hmm. United States. Mm-hmm. Are you traveling to every single place to visit your children? Because I feel like spending time with children when they're young, like that mm-hmm. helps build up their 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 being, you of know. Course. So spending time with their father, like both parents. So you being absent in their life, like I feel like it is going to have a negative effect on how they are as a person. And, I, I, like, I, it, it's not fair. Like, to me, I don't think it's fair. As a, a father of two, um, where I don't live with my son and I do live with my daughter, mm-hmm. um, time is very, very fickle, right? I literally live with my daughter, and I see my son more in a week than I do her, and mm-hmm. I don't live with him. And that's just picking him up for practice and picking him up for games and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to manipulate what my time looks like but you have two okay and if he i had 10, 10 it would probably be the same situation where i'm still trying to divvy up my time right but you're in close if vicinity 10, if he had 10 children with two women right one of these kids was 18 one of these kids was an infant one of these kids was middle like 12 mm-hmm. all those kids are in different spaces doing different things needing different things from you mm-hmm. so for us to judge them based on what we think he should be doing versus what he actually wants to do i think it's unfair i'm not judging him i just feel like it's not fair to the children we don't know that yet until the children tells us right i, I as a parent i learned because my my son had tripped me out one time because his mom was dating another guy mm-hmm. so and i was dating um my daughter's mom so I was washing him up in the bathroom, and he goes, I have two dads. So Did you know? I knew she, she was dating. She was dating, okay. So I'm like, oh, that's that's cool. You got two dads. You got two two moms? No, but I have two dads. So I'm like, okay, hold on. Now I'm offended. So you feel away. Yeah, now I'm offended. You, you only got one dad. If you only got one mom, you only got one dad, right? Mm-hmm. But part of it was, all right, he sees this person more than me. Mm-hmm. Our situation was very particular, so... He's seen the other guy more than me, but the other guy, unfortunately, they end up breaking up. So 
I gave him like a heads up of like, you know, this person may potentially not be permanent. Mm -hmm. Whereas no matter what, I'm always going to be here. Whatever time we spend, I'm always going to be here. Mm -hmm. So those moments definitely made an impact. But I I only had my son on weekends. Mm -hmm. So two, three, four hours made a huge difference to the point where we have a connection that you can't break. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what Nick Cannon's connection is like. Yeah, again, we don't know their situation because we're just assuming and we are coming from an outside lens mm-hmm. looking in which is fine but i think when you have so many children in different cities my thing is like these women they gotta just agree to just be the baby mom because i don't think he's having an actual relationship with these women and as a female and know. from what i've heard and i have friends who have children and how much having a child affects your body it's like for me, I just wouldn't want to do that with just anybody. Someone mm-hmm. that tells me like, hey, you're going to be my fifth baby mother and we're going to take pictures and I'm going to come visit when I can. But that's really it. Like those nights of them having to get up every night with the baby and feed mm-hmm. them and all of that. Like maybe they have a nanny to help. But I just feel like it is a it's just a better connection when the father of the child is there. But when you have know, so like many to me. What you mean? I'm I'm a I'm a go to old school 1927 uh, America here, and this might sound misogynistic, but we don't mind tackling controversial shit. Right. Back in the day, a man would work 20 hours. A woman would be at home with all 14 of them kids, feeding them, nursing them, uh, cleaning up, doing all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and it was no complaints. It was no issues. All right. Now, granted. Women are outside in the workforce right now, so the time is different. Your Mm -hmm. energies are different. Right. But let's not act like you can't raise children by having a busy, I'm not going to say absent, but a busy parent who isn't there 24-7. Growing up, my grandfather was always present in the house. Mm -hmm. When he got home from work, he might say hello. He might say goodbye. He might interact with us but Mm -hmm. for the most part he goes into his room Mm -hmm. he shuts his door he watches his tv and he 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 wasn't no no bad parent it's it's doable like it's definitely doable i'm not saying it's not doable i think i'm actually thinking of the woman's perspective Mm -hmm. and like what kind of mindset you have to be in to just agree to have a child by someone who has more than five baby mothers to have a child and then you just have that child and you'll see him when you see him knowing he's spending time with other women mm-hmm. like is is it polygamy so are you upset that he's not a father or not a husband i'm not upset i'm just i'm just saying if you were in that situation because it sounds like you're less situation. concerned with him as a parent mm-hmm. and more concerned with him as a partner if i was in that situation i think i would be more upset of both first of all I would not be in that fucking situation because like Oprah come find me I'm not down for that I'm sorry I don't care how much money you have and how much money you give me like having a child just seems much more deeper to me Mm -hmm. than just like okay I'm gonna be the fourth baby mother and then I'll see you when I see you and like my body's going through all these changes and stuff like that and I'm gonna go through it by myself and I'm I'm gonna see you on FaceTime and we'll talk when you have time. Like to me, time is everything. Mm-hmm. Like my love languages are 
time, quality time, time, nice time uh, physical touch, and a whole bunch of other shit. Probably all of them. But because <laughs> because that is a top thing for me, mm-hmm. just the thought of having a child by someone who I know is not going to be there and have multiple women like that and with multiple children, I could not even. So what kind of man professionally do you want? Someone who has a schedule that they can change when needed. Like they they have a schedule that works for them, that's flexible. As someone who has two children with a flexible efficient schedule I can tell you that it really impacts my time and mm-hmm. being there and being present in certain moments mm-hmm. now I can make excuses I can change and I can try to find something that's more feasible mm-hmm. um, and I do that I'm active actively looking for different things that gives me available weekends mm-hmm. and different things like that but sometimes it is not possible especially right. when you get higher up that financial ladder mm-hmm. um, that's why a lot of women like entrepreneurs and entertainers. Right. I think and that's what like that's that. what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's why I'm waiting. Because they can get they can make time because it is their time. Their mm-hmm. business is their business. Exactly. Um, but if you want someone that is like a director or an executive, like it's I gonna don't. be hard. It's I gonna don't. be hard. Just especially because, 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah, exactly. Like you're dedicating a lot of time to your job, and that's what I don't want. So when I eventually find mm-hmm. The person I'm gonna marry and have children with and do all of that, like you need to be able to manipulate your schedule that works for me. Which is selfish. <laughs> well shit, I guess I'm <laughs> selfish. Um, okay guys. We are going to wrap up this episode here. It's been a whole not a full hour, but you know I had fun. I had fun too. I feel like this was it kinda went by fast yeah. this time. So, yeah, um, guys, you can follow us on our Instagram page. And we do have a Gmail account. I didn't mention it in the last episode, but um, the Gmail account is woawpod at gmail.com. You can send in questions or situations you got going on at work or something that you may need advice for. And we are here to help. And we want to do everything we can for our coworkers. So let us know what's up. You know, talk to us on Instagram. You never know if you're gonna get Dana or you're gonna get me. Because mm-hmm. um, we both we both run the Instagram page. Yeah, and we want to we want to interact with y'all. We want y'all to give us some feedback, mm-hmm. like, share, comment, talk to your friends, talk to your coworkers. Um, get us out there. You know, we need y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate yeah. y'all. Thank you guys for watching and listening. We out. We out.